What's your favorite emoji? The kissy face emoji. What's the first thing you did this morning? Drink tea. What's one trend you wish came back? Hot, low-waisted jeans. And what's your definition of a perfect date night? Food. Anywhere. <laughs> Literally anywhere. <laughs> Hi guys, I am Sagrika, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk with me, Sagrika. On today's episode, our guest is an ambitious entrepreneur and CEO of the eTime blog and company. She loves to share tips and tricks with friends and family and loves to research on topics that can actually help society. She loves all things natural, which inspired her to start her own plants-based and homemade cosmetics line. On her blog, you can find hacks, recipes, and social topics designed to help us all live a more holistic lifestyle. Joining me to share her story today is Erica, who's here to talk to us about everything she did to start her business at 24 while being engaged. Hi, Erica. Thank you so much for taking out the time to be here. Hi, thank you for having me. I feel so excited. And I'm so excited to know all about you. No, don't be nervous. I'm so excited to know all about your journey, why you started, how you started, because students really want to know from someone who's been there and has gone through all of it. So if you could just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself. Okay, well, my name is Erica. You know, as you know, um, I'm CEO and founder of the eTime blog. I started working on my business around November before I really knew it was going to be a business. I've always loved to blog, to write about interesting things, whether it's health, wellness, I don't know, like random facts. Um, I found myself constantly doing that, like for me, people close to me, sending them information that I felt like could better their life. Um, And my fiance was really like, you know, you could monetize this if you have a consistent blog, so far and so forth. So my idea for my business was originally just my blog. At the same time, I was kind of playing around with formulas, like being a kitchen witch, I guess, Um, playing with different oils, trying to make my own cosmetics because I was also going through a personal wellness journey in which I no longer wanted to use highly processed things or eat highly processed things. So I ended up making what was now earlier versions of my Supernatural Body Butter, our flagship product. Um, My friends loved it. And they were like, you need to sell this. Like, you need to sell this. Wow. Yeah. So then I just, around December, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it right. I did a bunch of research on, you know, common mistakes that people make when they start a business. Um, I went to Bentley University for about three years. Um, it's a predominantly business school. So that really helped me just kind of know where to start a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, just trial and error. I didn't, I feel exactly. like I wouldn't say that I've done it. I feel like I'm doing it. And it's, it's not easy at all. It's not like this, you know, fairy tale thing. It definitely requires a lot of work and discipline. Um, but I, I, I'm surprising myself every day with how much I'm doing and how much love I'm putting into everything that I do. 
I love that because you started off writing a blog post, something that you actually love and look at where you are right now. You're still writing blog posts, but now you transitioned into a business of your own. Like that's amazing. The fact that you're able to try different things and then see what works for you. Yeah, it's crazy because I think the main thing for me was really following what it is that I wanted to do. Because right. I mean, at the time that I was embarking on this journey, I'd also decided to stop going to school. You know, I have one semester left to get my bachelor's. Um, but I, at that point, was paying out of pocket for a lot of my classes. And I felt like I'm at a crossroads, right? I could keep going down the road where I'm expected to go down and do what I'm expected to do. But my heart's not in that. Or I could really yeah. dive headfirst into my dreams and really feel like be in the lane where I'm meant to be and where I'm where I can add the most value for the people I love and the people around me. So I really feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I mean, I took a leap of faith a month ago. Gabe and I, my fiance and I, we moved here to Florida and I don't know, I just went after it. And that's the thing. I'm happy you're saying this because the starting step before you do anything, before you start a business, before you start a blog post, before you start a podcast, like the start is always the hardest part. So what was your mindset like before starting any of these? Because again, like as individuals, we're always like, oh, judgments, fear of starting, opinions. So what was your mindset like? Were you scared in any aspect of it? Or were you like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because this is what my heart says. Oh, no, I was I was terrified. And I'm, and I'm still terrified because, <laughs> you know, like I have one problem and people seem to really like it, thank God. Um, but I'm definitely planning on launching more and expanding my business. So I'm always going to be scared because there's always going to be a new idea. And starting, and I'm so happy you mentioned that, is the hardest part. Because like you said, you have all of right. these, whether it's self-doubt or external judgments, whatever it may be, you do feel a, a pressure, especially when it's something you care about because you really, 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 really care. You feel a pressure to do it right that sometimes it can kind of hold you back from even doing it. I felt like once I started like blogging and writing, um, I was like, wait, why haven't I been doing this for months? Why didn't I drop out sooner? Like, why didn't I push myself sooner? But everybody definitely has to do things in their own time. But at the same time, you can't hold yourself back and you can't be, you can't, you, you have to be your biggest cheerleader and you have to have this unwavering self-confidence. Like you have to gain it and you have to create it so that you don't hold yourself back and you don't get in your own way. I love that. And you also need to have that mindset that, you know what, I'm going to go ahead, try it. If it works out, that's amazing. If it doesn't, okay, fine. I learned from that. But also just going ahead and doing what your heart is telling you, because so many people just stop and like step back because they're like, you know what, I can't do this right now. This is not for me. And people are going to just make fun of me. So I'm not going to do it. That's it. That, that just not starting just is the worst part. And I just, I keep saying this again. Mm -hmm just motivating people to start inspiring them to start you'll be surprised to see how much you've achieved just by starting yeah and honestly I think our biggest fear is failure right and I remember oh, when course. I was when I was first starting I launched on May 18th of this year my birthday and that day earlier in the day and that that day ended up being great because I partied with my friends via zoom you know um, but earlier in that day, I was having full on anxiety attacks. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm launching today. What if I don't do well? What if this, what if that What if? <laughs> I was freaking when I'm telling you, I was a ball of nerves and Gabe was like, okay, you keep saying, what if you fail? But there's no such thing as failing when you own a business. Like if you fail, quote unquote, you just re-strategize, restructure, pivot and attack it in a different way. There's really no, there's no low that's too low and there's no high that's too yeah. high. You set the bar for those things and you either keep yourself going or you start or you stop or, you know, but it's all a matter of yeah. how do you respond to the challenges that will arise because they will arise. Oh, and of course. Once of I course. have that mentality of like, 
let me just accept things the way they are. Let me work my best to prevent certain things. But when things happen, let me have the most positive outlook about it. Let me outwork myself every day and hope for the best. That's all I can do. Exactly. And that's the thing though, like, as you mentioned, I don't believe in failure. I believe in redirection. Like everything's trying to teach you something. If that path doesn't work, take the other path. Mm -hmm. It's teaching you that path is not going to work out. So it's fine. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to take the other path. But failure just doesn't exist. Like there's no word called failure, you know, and look at you right now. Like, just starting your blog post, you are a model. You are an inspiration for the blogging community. And you were able to discover your talent. You were able to discover your love for writing and like connecting with people. And you now are using your platform to connect with other like-minded souls. And just like journaling, I think it gives you that clarity. And like, it's a way to also Mm -hmm. write down your thoughts. So I think just having that mindset and telling yourself that, okay, fine, it doesn't work out in the end, but I'm doing this for myself. Who cares? You know, and I didn't mention it to you, but... I read your blog post on grief management and wow, like I just read that and I loved it so much. Like the fact that you were able to talk about grief and ways to cope with it. The fact that you were able to mention hard topics, topics that are really hard to talk about and actually extract everything from it. Like, you know, interviewing people's stories, bringing it to people's eyes. And again, just giving people a platform to connect. I love that about Wow, I'm so I'm so happy that you that you read that. That thank you for for feeling like it was worth your time reading. I appreciate that. Um, oh, definitely. That was a hard one for sure. I definitely want to take every subject that we consider taboo, weird, or awkward to talk about and completely rip it open and just talk about it. That is my main goal. I feel like whether it's women's health, losing someone. I don't know, Mm -hmm. career issues, food, whatever it is, all these things that we're supposed to tiptoe around when we talk about, I don't want to do that at the E10 block. That is my main concern. And that that was a really deep and difficult article to to write. I mean, it took me like a month to write it. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy that it could resonate with you and help you. I know that many people that have lost somebody said that it did help them. So I'm happy you read it. (laughs) Thank you so much for your words. That's amazing. Of course. And before we dive into your business, I would love to know more about your journey after college. Because as students, we were so lost sometimes. And like just knowing what to do next is so hard to like picture. So I would love to get your perspective on what life was like for you after college, like that middle phase before you started your business and after college. Well, for me, I would say my entire college experience was very unconventional um, just because I never really felt like I fit in in college. Like I didn't feel Mm -hmm. I went from in high school, moved from a very small charter school. My graduating class was a little over 30 people. And then I, you know, I go to that's crazy. So you get it. I went to a really big university. Big. I would say Bentley's considered small, but for me it was huge. I felt like I was like, oh my god, so many people. Um, but I never really felt like I fit in that way. Um, like I said, Bentley's a heavily over ninety nine percent of majors are business majors, and ideally, what's crazy is that now I'm starting a business and running my business, but I would never would have imagined that I'd be doing that at the time. So at the time of my freshman sophomore year, I couldn't have been more disinterested in what I was studying. Although now I'm very thankful that I did, but throughout the process, I did feel very out of water. So I never really had both feet in because I didn't, it never really felt right. This feels right, but that never felt right. So when I finally Mm -hmm. made the decision to step out and not continue, not continue to put money towards something I'm not passionate in, and I started redirecting it towards funding my business, I had a whole full circle moment with myself where like, 
I felt I was living my authentic truth and I just felt better about life. I know that sometimes a lot of, like a lot of times people will go to school, feel like, you know, they love it there or whatever, and then graduate and kind of go through this like identity crisis of like, who am I now? I was a student. Now I'm a worker. Now I do this. It was like, mine was kind of flipped. I felt like I had an identity crisis while I was in school. And then afterwards, now I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be this person who works from home and drinks her tea every morning and focuses on writing pieces that help people like that's me. That's my lane. I love how you were able to figure that out because for me as well, I think going from a graduating class of 30 to going to a public university with all these people, you're like, wait, what am I? Where am I? Is this how I'm supposed to be? And like, that can really be so challenging. But again, the fact that, as you said, finding your why, finding your purpose and finding what makes you different and what your passion is. I think that's where it all lies. And just like how you started writing and you found your passion in your business, that's when I started my podcast. And I was like, wait, I think this is what actually helps me find my identity, you know? And it all boils down to finding your talent, finding your power, you know, your inner power. Yeah, like, and really channeling it. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, um, I don't know if you've watched, I know this seems kind of random, but I love the show um, (laughs) Avatar. It's on, they just put it on Netflix. I watched it growing up. But there's a character in that show that talks about your stance and they say, he says, you have to have a very strong stance or anyone can knock you down. And I remember every time, every time I heard that, I would think like, okay, well, we're always going to want to do things, right? And there's always going to be somebody who agrees and there's always going to be someone who doesn't. And there's always going to be someone that says it's a great idea and someone that says it's a horrible idea. But what do you think about you? How do you feel when you look in the mirror? Are you comfortable with that person? You know, do you like that person? (laughs) Like you have to be able to really have an unwavering stance and a confidence and love of yourself and what you love to do that what anybody says is just like a commentary. It's nothing more than that. You can just take it for what it is and not, you know, not take it as a personal attack, not take it as a deciding factor of whether or not you should do something. Um, I think that's, that's, that's the main thing. I feel like I want everybody to know if you're starting something that whether you're entering a market, like I know a lot of makeup artists feel this way, that everybody's doing makeup. So how am I going to succeed? Fuck that. Do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if you, you know, if you are a YouTuber, hope oh, that's a really oversaturated market. No, but like you're you, like YouTube doesn't have you yet, you know? So like, just focus on that. And when you have that unwavering strength, nothing I'm telling you nothing, not a tsunami can knock you down. Uh, wow, love it. And now talking about your business, my favorite part, I've been wanting to talk about this and like everything about your business and how you started. Because at 24, getting your ideas together and finally executing it and launching your first product is so daunting. But tell me all about it. How did it start for you? How did you do it and everything about it? Well, honestly, I mean, the E-Time blog started as like a digital resource for all things holistic healing. I wanted to create an open-minded, inclusive space for conversations about topics in the beauty community and social wellness space. So to me, beauty encompasses, encompasses our skin, our hearts, our guts, and our minds too. So for me, when I felt like I was going through a journey where I wanted to eat less processed food, more plant-based, more whole foods... I found myself kind of side-eyeing my products that I loved, you know, that worked, but I was like, hmm, how much, how how good is this for me, right? And I would use so many different skincare products. And my my personal journey is that I used to have very bad skin, very, very, very unmanageable, Mm -hmm. bad skin. 
Um, and I would feel very self-conscious about it. And it affected the way I wore makeup, the way, you know, I felt at the beach or in situations where you couldn't wear makeup. And I started kind of creating cocktails of oils for myself and then for my friends and creating what is now supernatural body butter. And I mean, that, that product in itself, that just changed my life. I use it every single day and those use it as well. Um, they, they love it. They really love it. So yeah, I went, I went to your website and I looked at it and it's already sold out. So you can tell how much it's doing and how well it's doing. My God, it's insane. It's, I could not have predicted this kind of, this kind of like love on this product. I mean, I could have, but I couldn't have at the same time. <laughs> like, I knew people would like it. I did. I wasn't, af- I was never afraid of that. I was afraid of so many things of like, Oh, oh my God, like all these logistics, but I was not afraid of, about that. But at the same time, I could not have predicted that people would be hooked like this. It's crazy. It's insane. It's, oh, it's, it's actually it's, crazy. Hours now. Like I have to prepare for weeks for a restock because I already know that people are waiting the second I say it's restocked to go in and completely buy what they, you know, their amount, which is crazy. It's actually crazy. Like how far you've come in such a short amount of time. Like just looking back at it and you're like, whoa, this thing blew up. Oh my God. I know it's like a snowball. It's, it's very overwhelming. It's exciting for sure. It, it's a lot though. It's a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> so very, very blessed, so. And now in this journey of like launching your product and your business, what has been your hardest part? The hardest part about your process? Um, I would say understanding my workflow and the way I work as an executive. Like I feel like there's a lot of pressure on social media to be a certain way. This you already know um Oh yes. Instagram yes. University will tell you to wake up at five AM in order to be financially free and successful. <laughs> But that's that's not me. That is not me at all. I like to wake up when I wake up, when I do have a cup of tea, be with myself for a little bit, kind of like roll into the day very gently. And the second half of the day from like 12 to 1 to like midnight, that's my work day. I'm not a really like a morning morning worker. That's not me. But I had to come to terms with that. I had to understand myself instead of being like, oh, well, this is how this person works or this is how that person works. I just say, okay, Erica, how are you the most effective? How are you the most productive? And how do you work in a way that you are putting nothing but positive energy into your work? Okay, follow that. Do that. That's going to look different for everybody. So I feel like finding your own workflow and finding what works best for you, sticking to that and being consistent is important. And I love how you mentioned social media because I have been there and I know so many people are on the same page. But the fact that when you're just starting something new and like, of course, you look at similar pages, similar podcast pages, similar makeup, skincare pages on Instagram, and you see them following a trend or posting some stuff at a regular time. And you're like, wait, I am not doing that. And I, I think I'm doing something wrong because that person isn't doing that. I think also removing that mindset and telling yourself that it is my business. It's my way of doing something. I'm not going to compare myself. And that can actually get to you in so many different ways. But actually, you need to control your mind and tell yourself that, you know what, I'm just starting out and it's my page. I get to do whatever I want with it. And I'm not going to compare myself because social media is just a pain like that. Yeah. And honestly, it's I think what a lot of us need, like, need to remind ourselves, especially like, you know, in this business, you know, you, you run a podcast. So you, your job is primarily focused on social media. Mine is as well just because mm-hmm. of the nature of what I'm doing and you need to kind of like we need to remind ourselves this isn't real life you know it is definitely a pillar of life now 
and it is reflective of a lot of aspects of our life. That's why my, my personal Instagram bio reads, welcome to my highlight reel, because that's exactly what it is. It's exactly like mm-hmm. when I look the best, when I feel the best, when I, whatever, you know, people don't see on my Instagram um, that I suffer from anxiety. And I just recently kind of learned to live with that and deal with that. There are low points that everybody goes through. So I think that kind of just reminding yourself what Instagram really is and not taking it as like- And the reality of life. it. Yes. And the reality of it. Like not taking it as like, oh, this is how you live life. This person's entire life is on your screen right now. No, you are just seeing what they want you to see. And yeah. it's important that you don't compare yourself to somebody else's presentation of themselves. You know, you kind of just have to like- Yeah. Goes back to your stance. You have to believe in your, your stance. Right. So Erica, you're engaged. Congratulations. Oh, thank I've you. been dying to ask you about this and like how you finally manage your business alongside a relationship. Wow, that's a that's a loaded question for sure. Um, <laughs> Um, well, I mean, for those that don't know, Gabe also, he has a very, very strong career for himself. You know, he has his master's degree in entrepreneurial leadership and, um, works as a sales executive for a company called New Law here in Southern Florida, selling law practice management software. So he's in tech sales doing his thing and his line of work. And we both have very strong ambitions and very strong hopes Mm -hmm. for ourselves individually. I think that it's definitely a work in progress in that aspect because, you know, no two days in running a business look the same. Like this week I'm doing fulfillment. Last week I could have been doing mostly branding and logistics and pricing. You know, it's every week is different. So my days look different and when I'm available to him look different. But I think the fact that he's always been very understanding and supportive of me, like he's really pushed me outside of my, you know, my comfort zone and outside of his comfort zone. You know, even if it means that we won't hang out that day, he'll push me to do something or whatever it may be. But it definitely is a work in progress. I think a lot of times people will say, oh, you know, wow, you guys are so perfect. You guys are goals, whatever. Um, And although I appreciate that energy all the time, I really do. Nobody's perfect. And Gabe and I definitely Mm -hmm. have to work at that for sure. And I'm happy because I feel like as every day goes on, we we reach a closer balance and realize that we really are partners in everything, whether I'm helping him prepare for a presentation or he's helping me decide what the next step is strategy wise for my business. Like we really partner in everything that we do. So even though we have our own careers, I think that the main thing that has helped us kind of stay united is understanding that everything we do affects the other person and that we're we're partners partners at the end of the day whether it's starting a business or just taking on anything or you're an artist or you're you're doing something that requires a lot of your passion and and time you definitely need to be with somebody who really wants the best for you and wants to love you for you not for them not for possession but for freedom and for and for just wanting to be in your space and share your energy and know you and care for you so I think that 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 has revealed more like beautiful layers of, of our connection and our par- partnership because I don't know, he's just always been there for me and always pushed me no matter what and vice versa. Wow. <laughs> and lastly, Erica, if there's any advice you can give to students wanting to start their business or just simply people who just want that clarity, what advice would you give them? Definitely don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to that you're the least knowledgeable in the room. Mm-hmm. It's okay not to have all the answers and it's okay not to know. You just have to really, really be brave enough to ask for help and seek resources, whether it's YouTube or Google or someone you know, and really being like, hey, I can't do this alone or I can, but I just need this resource, whatever it may be. But just a smart person knows what they know and what they don't know. And approaching things like that will humble you and will help minimize the roadblocks that you have moving forward. You're going to have them anyway, but it'll minimize them for sure. Yeah. 
And adding on to that, also reminding yourself that the first five times that you start something, you do something, it is going to be terrible. But it's absolutely crucial in order for you to be successful, like the sixth time that you do it. So like, don't be afraid of like falling off, you know, just learn from it and tell yourself that you're going to improve in the future. Exactly. And it goes back to what you said. It's like, there's no such thing as failure, but redirection. So even if you do fall off or if you do or, or whatever, if your first product fails miserably, you know, you have a hundred units right. of inventory sitting in your apartment and you don't know what to do with it because no one bought it, you know, like, okay, so you just think of a different way to sell it. You think of a different way to do what you need to do, but get to from point A to point B. Even if you have to crawl through glass, have that unwavering yes, yes. belief that you will get from point A to point B. And I promise you will be there. You'll get there. Love that. Erica, before you leave, I'd love to play a short game with you. Just a few questions you have to answer in under five seconds. Are you uh -huh. ready? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What's your favorite emoji? The kissy face emoji. What's the first thing you did this morning? Drank tea. What's one trend you wish came back? Low-waisted jeans. Chinese or Italian food? Italian. And what's your definition of a perfect date night? Food. Anywhere. <laughs> Literally anywhere. Just food. Well, <laughs> this was it for this episode, Erica. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for having me on. This was awesome. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. This is it, guys. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk Pod on Instagram for regular updates. Everything will be linked in the show notes. Erica, do you want to give in your Instagram handle? Yes, my Instagram is at the E Time Blog Co. So that's T H E E T I M E B L O G C O. Please follow us for updates and turn on our post notifications so you never miss when we're back in stock. Perfect. That's it, guys. As always, remember to open up, share, and connect. I will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye.